What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Allie, coming to you with another episode. Today, I have some very special guests with me to discuss the topic of dating and relationships. Now, you know your girl is very much single out here when it comes to romantic relationships, so I'm going to have to ask and get some insight from y'all. However, in the end, it does not matter how many people you talk to, listen to, and get advice from, you have to make sure you are being led by the Holy Spirit in this particular area so that you are solely connecting to the person that God has for you. So today we have my older sister here, Becky. Say hello. Hey. <laughs> and her boyfriend, Adrian. Say hello. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> so now, I want you, Becky, tell me your age and your current job. I'm 30, and I'm a um, middle school counselor. And Adrian? Um, 38, and I'm an accountant for the Department of Education. So for you both of you, how did you two meet? Who wants to give me, because you know, with relationships, everybody has their own side of the story. So who you wants want to go first? You want me to tell the story, or you want to tell the story? You can tell. I'll just stop you if you want. <laughs> well, um, he... Slid into my DMs. He's, when was this? Like, it's been ongoing because this has been well, how many years now? Eight, nine. Eight, nine years. And oh, wow. I would never give him no attention. <laughs> I even told him the other day I was looking at my archive photos and he would comment on it, but I would ignore him and respond <laughs> to everyone else. So I would never. Oh, my. I would never pay him no mind. Did you? How did you feel at that time, Adrian? I didn't care because I was doing the same thing on every girl's photo, so I didn't really. Oh, okay. You didn't okay. tell me this. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm honest. You, you about to have us in a heartbreak? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Go, I mean, go ahead. I was single. Mm-hmm. Comment on the girls' photos. Okay. So that is just me. Harmless, not harmlessly, but flirting. And if a girl, female, will answer back. No problem. And if she didn't, it's cool. Like it was nothing. You didn't take anything serious from it. No, because at the end of the day, um, there's but so so much you can be serious when you're just flirting under a photo. She doesn't own me to respond back to me. Okay, okay. So if she didn't respond back to me, I didn't take it as any type of anything at all because... Mm-hmm. You, know, you didn't take it personal. It's just, it is what it, it is. is what it, that's my line. <laughs> it really is what it is. So then when did you finally answer the quote-unquote call when he continued to slide in your DMs? When he continues to pursue me? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if we're in June, I would say like February, end of January, February-ish. Just what happened. <laughs> Here we go. You about to get? Oh my god! All right. She could at one point in time, like seven years ago, when I was single, we was talking. Mm-hmm. It never went nowhere. Mm-hmm. So we would always play hit and miss. Either I got back with my ex, mm-hmm. or she had a boyfriend. But mm-hmm. I never really like paid him no mind, and I think because like he <sighs> talked so much, <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh, I don't want. Oh my god! You know, so funny. Uh-huh. I'm this one that's supposed to wear the hat. So the cap for you, it don't fit right now. <laughs> because you really... So I, I guess you got to bring it down a little bit back. What's happening right now? Let him tell his side of the story. You was interested, but we hit and miss. Right? So I became single, really. 
last year. Mm -hmm. Like, it was clipped for me and my ex. Mm -hmm. So, um, in my mind, that's how I felt. So, um, I started really texting her probably like October. Mm -hmm. Of last year, right? Last year. Okay. And it was cool. Hmm. Not crazy. Nothing serious. Because she had, at the end of the day, she had a situation. Mm-hmm. So, it was calm, nothing serious. And then, like, around January, February, like, it just clicked. And then, when we went out, the end of February, like, I just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just laid claim, like, you know what I'm saying? She gonna be mine, and then, we ain't now. Four months in. Oh, wow. So, back to you. Agree so, with so, I guess with what he's saying, it's like, when you know, you know. Okay. Like, like there's not no out here clean. Especially the older that you get. Right. We're, we have an eight-year eight year age difference. Like, mm-hmm. who's out here? Does it matter to age? y'all the age? Is age a big thing for y'all? No. No, it don't bother me. No. So, Adrian, if Becky was older than you, would that have bothered you? No. Mm, I never really talked to a female older than me, but I don't okay. think it would have bothered me. And I always go for, I'm more, I like, I prefer men that are older than me. Why do you say that? Do you feel like men younger than you are not established? They play games? Uh, I mean, even if they're older than me, they still play games. It's mm-hmm. just how are their mind? How are they heart? Do you feel like they're more mature? It could go Men. either way. Okay, but you just prefer way. older. I prefer and you, Adrian, do you prefer, you just prefer younger in age-wise? Or, again, it doesn't Low matter, young. just maturity? Go mm-hmm. younger and younger than me. Okay. And, you know. All right. So, Becky, how long was your longest relationship before Adrian? Oh, my gosh. Well, you think, Adrian, how long was your longest relationship before Becky? Mine was off and on, seven years. Seven, and Becky? Mine was probably like about a year and like eight months, mm-hmm. give or take. And what did both of you guys learn from previous relationships moving forward? I guess you can start Becky and then Adrian can that, go for him. You know, communication is key. Mm-hmm. And I've learned, even with Adrian, sometimes we have to have those uncomfortable conversations Mm -hmm. to get us out of our comfort zone just to make sure that we are on the same page and we're building a foundation. Mm -hmm. Because I like that analogy that with the house, you have to have a foundation. Yeah. And if you don't have that foundation and you just piling stuff one, two, three, the Mm -hmm. whole house is going to break. So that's Mm -hmm. why in prior relationships, it's like, all right, I'm going to push things under the rug. Um, so you won't it, even talk about it? It's, it is what it... Here I am taking his mind. <laughs> it is what it is. X, Y, and Z. Ah, ah, ah. But now, it's like... He, he's rubbing off on me. But now, you know, I've learned that it's okay to communicate. It's okay to show emotion. Because, mm-hmm. you know, as a counselor, mm-hmm. everyone brings their problems to me. It's true. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't... I don't... Like, in past relationships, it's like, all right, you going to talk to me? I'm going to leave it that, like that. But you wouldn't share how you're really I, I feeling. Wouldn't, I wouldn't share, but mm-hmm. now I share exactly how. I'm so feeling. why do you share? Is it because Adrian creates a safe space for you to talk? Or you just learn from your past relationship? Let me just talk to I talk. think it's both. He mm-hmm. creates a safe space for me. And it's also knowing that, hey, 
no one is a mind reader. If mm-hmm. I keep my mouth shut, then no one is going to know. Mm-hmm. For example, a couple weeks ago, we were in Target. And, you know, he said something to me. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, like, rubbed me the wrong mm-hmm. way. So, when we got into the car, you know, he, you know, one thing with Adrian, he's always like, are you okay? You know, always asking if I'm okay, if mm-hmm. I'm okay. So, then I told him, I was like, you like no i'm not okay i don't i didn't like how you said x y and z x y and z and then from there we was able to have a whole conversation so we know moving forward it's like all right we keep this in the back of our mind okay so communication for you is the biggest thing i always like to say like i don't ever want somebody to leave my presence confused so i'm gonna say what i have to say so is that what is that your biggest thing Okay, and for you, Adrian, what is something that you learned from your past relationships? Um, have someone who speaks your same love language mm-hmm. and um, make sure that they love you the way you want to be loved, not the way they think or they can love you. Because mm-hmm. some people love different, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But if you realize how that person love is different, and you just got to realize that's just not for you. You got to realize that people are who they are. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes we have to really understand that the reality of the situation may not. It is but like the reality of the situation mm-hmm. is really who the person is. And your thought of hoping that this person can change is you know, a dream, and you can't hold on to a dream, you have to realize that the reality of who the person is, mm-hmm. you have to um, just accept it. So when, when people, when people, you know what I'm saying, just understand that the love languages, you know, it has to be, you know, set on how you want to be loved, how you want to be communicated to, Mm -hmm. how you want to be treated. So would you say for love, it's not just like saying I love you, but actually like showing, but like through your actions that you love the person? No, the the person, I could tell Rebecca all day I love her, but at the end of the day, me telling her I love her means nothing if she don't understand or feel that I love her. So Mm -hmm. I could tell her I love her all day, and my type of love, Rebecca, could be, um, you know, um, Rebecca could, you know, want for me to hold her, show affection, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, feel validated, you know, words of affirmation and things like that. And my type of love could just be spending money on her, taking on trust, buying an expensive bag. Mm-hmm. And I could tell her I love her, but she won't feel it because she doesn't think those things that I'm offering her is love. So mm-hmm. you got to be able to speak the same love language. So, so that's one thing I, you know, I learned from my past relationship. That's good. That's good. And speaking about love language, is it is it important to know each other's love language? Like, how did that conversation come about? Did you guys just automatically say, "Hey, so what's your love language?" So tell me how that came about. We um, like, from from jump, me and her had very particular tough and real conversations. Mm-hmm. It was past your favorite color, what movie you like, what car you want to <laughs> yeah, drive. It was really deep. It okay. was like, what's your love languages? What's your deepest fears? Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, how do you communicate, you know, how do you accept love, how do you show love, um, you know, we had a whole bunch of, you know, real, like, kids, marriage, mm -hmm. um, so you were put, you were thinking about like the future. It wasn't just uh, it's just right now in the present. Yeah, like okay. I, like she even asked me a question that nobody ever asked me. She mm. said um, one question that stood out to me was she asked me, does your family have any past medical issues? Mm -hmm. Like you know that it that will affect me and her, or you know if God bless us with kids. Mm -hmm. So you know stuff like that, <laughs> um, stuff like that is you know. Is really depth on the questions we was talking about. So mm -hmm. we talked about damn near everything under the sun, mm -hmm. like, and it wasn't superficial nonsense. It was like real deep, conscious conversations on how we want to build a relationship, you know, and things like that. So that's something that, you know, for this relationship that was real different with me, like. And then even, you know, jumping back to the love languages, like something I noticed about Adrian is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Like every time it's did I do a good job. And it's it's not to say that it's annoying. You just want to get that reassurance to know like, hey, you're doing a good job. He knows my love language is quality time. Yes, I love the gifts, I you know, all of that stuff, but at the end of the day, so even if it's like he come by for an hour, that okay. means more to you than even like a coach bag yeah, or Prada shoe. Even if it's five minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, like, yes, again, I, I like to be wine and dine, you know, hear the, like, all, I love all of that stuff. But mm -hmm. that doesn't mean nothing if it's not like coming from a genuine place, as so to say. I, I think I'm mm -hmm. like, it. It has to come from a genuine place. So like I said, even that five minutes, you know, even there's times where it's like, oh, you know, I'm down in Brooklyn. Um, I have other stuff to do, but I'm going to still come and see you for like an mm -hmm. hour. And that's it. Like, we could sit in the house and, and we could just, there's times we don't even watch the TV because we're talking. just talking. So do you guys, does the conversation flow for you guys or does it feel forced? It, it flows. Mm -hmm. Would you like to, would you say it flows? Yeah, it flows because off of one question, we can end up having multiple questions, yeah. multiple conversations. Like, so mm -hmm. she'll randomly see something on Instagram, ask me a question about something, and mm -hmm. it could be. Oh, I sent a video, I think, the other day, on like a couple of married like 77 years, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And like, it could be off the rip off. Me sending her that, or she asking me a question, like mm -hmm. you know, and it flowed. And you go from there. It goes from there. So, also speaking of language, love languages, it also goes to having a list. So, you know how they always say you're supposed to have a list, or you should have a list of who you want in a partner. Did you guys have a list, or did you guys like rip it off, rip it? I mean, out. if we're going to be honest, I think everyone had a list at one point in their life. But then as you get older, it's like, no. What is one of the main things that you look for when it comes to a relationship and marriage? You got to, when it comes to relationship, 
it got to be deeper than the superficial stuff. Mm-hmm. So, one thing I look for is, can this person communicate, like she said, can this person communicate to me in a way that has me understanding instead of me feeling defensive? Okay. When a person could bring something to you, it could be the toughest thing ever in the world. When a person could bring something to you in a way that makes you sit back and talk instead of you already on the defensive and feel like they're attacking you, that's, you know, that's grade A, that's that's immaculate, that's one of the, you know, that's a very, very, very good thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, to be real with you, we had a list, we went to Atlantic City, and it wasn't that type of list, but we had a list, it was Promises, Fears, and... So that's something you guys, like, explicitly talked about. Like, Mm -hmm. we we had a list. We sat back in the bed, and we said, what's your promises, fears, wants, and needs for this relationship? She gave me hers. She gave me hers. I gave her mine. And mind you, that was something I've never done before. Mm Mm-hmm. So do you feel like it's kind of beneficial moving forward? Like for other singles listening to this, is it good to have that open and honest conversation from the jump instead of wasting your time eight months from now? Mm -hmm. People waste time because of the fear of what they don't want to happen as in you don't want to have a tough conversation because you feel like if I have this tough conversation, it can end. And People got to realize that you're only prolonging the inevitable when you don't have the tough conversations mm-hmm. off rip. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, yeah, you may end up, you know, I'd rather waste two months than two years. Yeah. Like, at the end That's of the day. Fact. So, you got to have tough conversations and communicate with people off of what you want because then you'll be two, three, four years down mm-hmm. the line. Wasting time. And for all you know, you having a whole conversation for years in and she telling you she don't want to have kids when that's something that you should have been talked about mm-hmm. the, from more from, from, from jump. So mm-hmm. a lot of people prolong the tough stuff because they scared that it might close a door, but that door is superficially open anyway because of that's the stuff true. that you really want to talk about, you're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. So when y'all become on the same page and y'all realize that y'all not compatible, you just realize, like, damn, I should have just had this conversation early on. Earlier on, and I could have been looking for my blessing early. You blocking your own blessing mm-hmm. by prolonging it. That's why I always say, like, going forward, like, even as singles, they feel like they should just wait. It's too early on to ask the questions. But no. do you guys, like, just, no, and if the person is scared, that tells you, like, yo, this is not the one. What do you guys think about that? That's all. No, that was good. No, Please was keep good. talking. You, <laughs> you hardly always hear from men. It's always the woman. Yeah. So it's good that you're giving your side, Adrian. Keep talking, interrupt however you want to do it. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's, you know, very important because it goes back to saying you've got to have those tough conversations. So just like Adrian said, you're not missing out on your blessing. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. hold themselves back from that. And, you know, just jumping back, just like with the, the conversation you asked about, oh, what was on your list? Mine is, can you stimulate my mind? Mm-hmm. Okay, I can be physically attracted to you, but what about my mind? Because when you're like 80 and 90, <laughs> you're going to be old, you're going to be wrinkly, some things don't move the way it did when you were like 20. 
right? So That's if true. We, we, we can have a conversation this time, why is the sky blue? Why is the grass green? Mm-hmm. And you can have a whole a conversation whole about conversation. that. So it's like with those deep conversations, and that comes to, okay, your fears, your needs, your wants, your promises. And to know, okay, in this instance, what my significant other is telling me or what the person I'm dating is telling me doesn't align with the goals that you have for the yourself. The goals that you have for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it leads me to my next thing. One of the things you guys talked about, like the list, the ones that needs the fears. Did you guys also talk about boundaries? Is that something that's big for you? Like, for example, like when it comes to female friends for you or male friends for you, is that something that you guys discuss? Or boundaries? Really... All right. <laughs> boundaries, that's something that has to be discussed. Okay. Because I had it in, uh, I wouldn't say it was a relationship, but... It was a situationship, whatever you call you it. Call it. Mm-hmm. And okay, he had his female best friend, and they slept over by him. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, I wasn't okay with that because it's like, all right, understand I'm not your girlfriend, whatever. But if we're you, moving we're, towards we're moving that towards direction, that, have the respect. Why? Do you feel it's okay to have your female best friends over? And I didn't even meet them, mm-hmm. you know? And it made me feel a type of way, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, me and Adrian started talking off the rip. Are you, are you okay if, say, my male best friends came and slept over by And me? what did Adrian say, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm be totally keep it honey. Um, no. It's like no discussion. It's just a straight no. Period. No, because at the end of the day, um, we like I got female best friends, no problem at all. But like you said, there's boundaries. So if my girl feels some type of way of a son about how my, you know, how somebody moving. In my circle, then it's my, you know, um, responsibility in order to express it to my, excuse me, my female friend. So we all could be cool with this situation. If as long as there's nothing not outlandish, because there's some females who, at the end of the day, their insecurities, no matter how respectful your female friend is, she'll pick and she, like, she'll nitpick at every little thing. And that's just something that you can't control. So you got to be like, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? If you want to deal with that, deal with that. But if it's certain boundaries that mm-hmm. has to be, you know, set forth. So if one of my female friends was like, yo, trying to spend the night, ah, uh, ah, uh, for whatever the situation <laughs> is, my girlfriend some type of way. It's a now. I, I got to be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? People's and all, but my girlfriend some type of way. And my it's just as a friend, you gotta be like, oh, the first thing you gotta be like, I understand, cause mm-hmm. it's just not a me or you type of situation. Someone else is coming to my life that I also have to be happy with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they gotta understand that there's certain boundaries that have to be set forth. For example, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's just how I, you know. I like that. Usually look at the situation. Like, there's going to be some things that she's not going to get everything. 
Mm-hmm. There's going to be some things that she want me to do that I'm not going to do, mm-hmm. you know? And there's going to be some things I want her to do that she's, she's not going to do. Mm-hmm. She's not going to be able to, you know, jump back just because I feel some type of way about something that she's supposed to be like, I right, my man don't like it. I'm going to not do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's retarded. I'm not going to ask <laughs> you to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you end up losing yourself trying to make somebody happy off of every little thing Dang. that mm. they, you know what I'm saying? That they do, but... How do you know when you're losing yourself in a relationship? A lot of people don't know that, and they'll just continue going in the relationship, but they don't know, like, yo, I'm not who I was prior to the relationship. So how do you know? Do you know, or do you not know if you're losing yourself? I think you know. I feel you know. Because even in my past situation, I don't, again, like, I don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've had, uh, I don't want to say, I guess you could say, like, emotional breakdown. Where it's just start crying out of nowhere because it's like, yo, what am I doing? What Mm -hmm. am I doing? But, you know, you try to give the benefit of the doubt. You try to see the good in people. try to say, okay, this is going to get better. And it's just like... It's not. Like, I was losing myself. I was not happy. You know, I did not feel myself. And it's just like, I I can't do this. Because I say, how can I go out and give advice to my students if, you know, let's... And I can't even take the advice myself, if Mm -hmm. that makes any sort of sense. It does. Like, that's, you know, so... And what about you, Adrian? How do you know when you're losing yourself? So for Beck, it was like she kept having emotional breakdowns. You you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you're losing yourself. You just hope that this will be the last time you give a little bit of yourself before the person mm-hmm. changed before you. Like, you know you're losing yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you realize from the beginning you're losing yourself because you sit back and you be like, even after you do something that you did not want to do, but you did just because... Mm-hmm. You realize, like, yo, damn, I wish I never did that. And mm-hmm. you realize that you start giving more and more and more and more and more. You know you're losing yourself. Subconsciously, you know, because you're sitting back and you're miserable doing everything they want to do. And, you know, you're giving up too much. You're not happy. You're not getting nothing on the back end, mm-hmm. you know, for you to feel your peace or anything like that. So, you know you're losing yourself. So. I, like, I lost my, my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. I lost myself. And I could tell I lost myself because... I was communicating in a way that I never communicate. I never see my mother and father communicate mm-hmm. to a person that I thought I, you know, what I'm saying that I thought this was love. In the beginning, I, you know, what I'm saying I laid the foundation and I said, if I start doing certain things to you and saying certain things to you, then my respect and love for you is gone. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I started seeing that it became. I became more and more comfortable saying certain things that certain females would say think is disrespectful. But it was nothing. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew when I was, because you got you to change your character. You got to yeah. change your, how you move. It may not be an emotional breakdown on, you know, how she was. But you bec- if you become a more, more of an angry person, mm-hmm. you become more of a distant person, you become, you know what I'm saying, whatever opposite characteristic as a personality mm-hmm. um, was and is changing, you realizing that, you know what I'm saying, you lose yourself. For me, like I said... I was communicating to her in the space of why am I doing this? 
but it was so comfortable because that was the that's the relationship. It was normal, and it was normal. It was normal what we had. Mm-hmm. So that's when I realized, like, this is not me. Yeah, and I like that. And I want you guys to take heed to that. If you're not feeling yourself, just know that the relationship that God has for you is a relationship that is going to grow you, that is going to edify you, that's going to make you to become a better person. So if you are not in a relationship like that, or if you are in a relationship that is taken away from you, you really need to sit back and think about this relationship because you don't want to waste the time going forward. So just to come to an end, guys, I just want to ask you guys, what is the number one advice that you would give to singles who are looking to date and be in a long-term committed relationship, which is marriage? Take your time. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Take your time. And define take your time. Like, of course, society is going to put it as, you know, you got to get married by this date. You got to do this by this, X, Y, and Z. No, take your time. Do what is best for you. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're going to have you. Okay. Everyone else may fail you, but you, you got to make sure you have you. And you're happy. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, when and, it- and don't lose yourself. If Again, it go back to that question. If you feel yourself... The person that you're with is not adding to you, mm-hmm. then it's time to take a go step back. back. Yeah. Say adios. And what about you, Adrian? What is one advice that you would give to someone? I singles? would say first, if you know, know yourself and heal before mm-hmm. you talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Understand that whatever past trauma you had. Or past disappointments you had in your last relationship, just use that as a guide and don't judge somebody else off of those. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the beginning, realize that if you're trying to get to, you know, um, you know, marriage and all like that, the relationship got to stand on Mm -hmm. a lot of substantial things like money and trips and bags and. You know, all that is cool, you feel me? But your relationship got to be deeper than that because money ain't forever. Mm-hmm. The trips ain't forever. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, you know, you're dealing with somebody that, you know, got the bag. and You know, <laughs> seriously. But at the end of the day, even with that, like, you know, there's but so much trips and all that you could go on. That's you, true. you know, you got to realize that. A relationship is deeper than the superficial going on Instagram and mm-hmm. going to STK and Mastro's <laughs> and taking pictures and going to the club and spending a you know a ten pack, spending money and everything like that is is about when they meet your mother and mm-hmm. you know when y'all sitting back watching a movie in the crib and you know when y'all shut off from the world and y'all you know what I'm saying just building so. There's no relationship. It's more than the superficial things and build on something that's deeper. And you said something, Adrian, and I want to ask you this question. How do you know when you know that this is the one? Because people be playing games out here. So I want to know. How do you know? And I know that you've had your parents, They were you were raised like in, would you say, like a Christian house? So, okay. So you stand on God and you stand on the word. So how do you know? 
when your relationship is built on something deeper than you know superficial stuff when you realize that you're moving in a way that you've never moved with anyone else in a good way right in a good way okay when you're talking a different way when you're moving a different way when at that when when that person is your peace Mm -hmm. you know that person is the one when that person is your peace when you can sit back and realize even you have the toughest day hell and you know that you could go to your significant other and the energy that that person brings is mm-hmm. going it ain't going to erase you know the day you had or the bad time you had but it, it they're not going to add on any type of negative energy to mm-hmm. it they're actually going to make you feel better mm-hmm. so how you know is when your person is your peace that's how you know when the person is able to be your peace. I like that. I like that. That's how. Like that's one of the main things. Like she my peace. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is because she in a better mood. <laughs> she not getting angry at me. She don't snap at me like right. she used to back in Wait, the day. So I'm gonna respect that. No, I give that to you. No, don't be serious right now. Don't get emotional because I'm not sure what I'm gonna do if tears like, start falling. The lashes <laughs> about to fall off. Take them like, lashes off, she girl. My peace. Like, I'm, <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to get too deep. Like, you know, we can have this conversation later. Yeah, I ain't going to get... <laughs> All right. I ain't going to get too deep about my previous, you know what I'm saying, situation yeah. or whatever the case may be. But, like, you know, when you come from something and then you get an experience of something different, mm-hmm. you realize, the, the, you know what I'm saying, two sides of the coin. Yeah. So, you, you know what I'm saying? You get the negative, you get the positive. So, you know, when somebody's at peace, when they're not adding no negativity to your life, mm-hmm. when... It ain't the simplest of, I mean, damn, my fault. The simplest <laughs> thing of um, them calling you and you just talking to them and you calm, mm-hmm. you know, and they not, you know, screaming or yelling or, you know, anything like that. Or you could just talk mm-hmm. to them about anything. And like you feel safe you feel in her like, presence yeah, when you, you talk feel, to her. You feel like it's a safe space. And when mm-hmm. somebody could create a safe space, because this, this is not, like, let's be clear, a lot of people don't know how to create that for themselves, and they damn sure don't know how to create that. They don't know how to create that for themselves, and they damn sure don't know how to create that for somebody else. Y'all hear that, people? Okay. So, you know, when somebody can create that for you, mm-hmm. that's one of that for me. That's one of the biggest things that you know that you're on the right path for building with somebody real. Like you don't know the future, but at yeah. least you know for this moment in time that. There's nothing I can think of for me to walk away from the situation. It just makes me want to walk towards the situation, even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, even yeah. More. I so like I that. So I would say peace. Pete and Beck, how you know when you know that this is the one? When they're like your best friend. Okay. I think when they're your best friend, when you can talk to them about any and everything without being... <laughs> judge because the world already judges you mm-hmm. every single thing you at work the minute you walk in they judge you mm-hmm. but when you can see with your significant significant other that you can you can be vulnerable with them mm-hmm. you can cry mm-hmm. you don't have to be hard you can be yourself you can be yourself Mm-hmm. You can be flaws and all, flaws and all, and they accept you for who you are and not trying to change you. So I think for me, the fact that I know that you gotta ask the people around <laughs> you, so I can 
say from the outside, you've been a much better sister to me. So, I mean, you've always been a good sister to me, a fabulous sister, but you've been much better. Your emotions have been much better towards the lovely Allie. So I respect that. Now, the last and final question before you guys go. Where do you guys see yourself by this time, Saturday, June 4th, 2022, next year? Whatever day, June 4th, 2023. You'll probably be on Okay, I, I had to process that for a second. I'll be on to how many? Um, we compromise on two. Okay, okay, I can respect that. And would you guys get married first? Is marriage of the works first before kids? No. Kids first? How how y'all want to do we it? We talked about all that, like marriage with a move, um, kids, how we gonna raise our kids, what. Um, what after school programs our kids may be in, mm -hmm. um, how we going to discipline our kids. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. To be honest with you, there's nothing really on the surface level, even though there's, for every topic, there's always a deeper, deeper, deeper way to talk about it, but there's not a lot of questions we haven't asked each other that we don't know that we're on the same page with. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know. My next year, you know. Um, I like this. I like this. You know, it could be a like an idea of a proposal, how to do it. You back that Adrian hasn't said? Nah, I think he he, he said hit it all. all. He said it all. And I think another thing is just making our relationship even stronger than it is. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Adrian and Becky, for being on today's episode. I have learned so much, and I my hope and my prayer is that for those listening, that you were able to take something away from this. And until then, I will catch you all in my next podcast.